Be sure to follow or subscribe to our podcast so you can check when the next episode drops. Also, follow us on all social media platforms at Stepmamalogs. Last thing, go ahead and check out our blog, stepmamalogs.com. Hey, boo, hey, this is Cecily. And what's going on, guys? This is Jalisa, and these are the Step Mamalogs. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, welcome back, guys. This is episode nine. Um, I am happy that you guys are still here with us. Yes, and today indeed. we are going to be talking about a very special topic, one mm-mm, that mm-mm, is mm-mm. probably um, one of the most talked about themes in the co-parenting and blended family world. So yeah. we're going to be talking about support. Support. Now that can mean financial support, physical support, emotional, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And to help us out, we actually have a guest, Ooh. our second guest, Miss Rhonda. Hey, you guys. Hi, Rhonda. How are y'all? Long time no see. <laughs> yeah, so thanks for being on with us today. Um, and let's just see if you want to briefly give us an overview. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your situation. Okay. Um, well, I am a single mom of a 13-year-old child, uh, my son. And um, I have been a single mom throughout the entire process. Um, the dad and I were together for three years before the pregnancy and then we broke up shortly before we even found out I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So it was actually kind of a surprise finding out like I was pregnant after we broke up. Mm-hmm. But um, yep, I think that's like pretty much it. Been doing okay. this mom okay. thing all this okay. time. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's good. So we, we can jump right in. Really, we just want... We know as stepmoms, even though Cecily and I don't always agree on or have the same views on things, is usually in the same area, right? Like the stepmoms kind of have similar situations, yeah, similar points of view. But as a mom, you kind of bring that other perspective. So yeah. hopefully we hope like we can learn something from you today okay. talking about support that maybe might help us and maybe you can learn something from us girl I don't know yes maybe so <laughs> but so okay so so we'll jump right in we'll talk about all right let's let's just do it open-ended Cecily and Rhonda when you hear support what automatically comes to mind like what's your first thought so I think support the mother and the father and their extras whether it be step mother stepfather need to assist in raising the child so I would assume let's just say Rhonda you have a son the mother and the father should raise the son whether that is going to their his recitals his sports games buying him school clothes birthday gifts taking him to his dentist appointment help raising him this is how you throw a baseball or you got in trouble. This is your punishment. Both should assist in that. Now, whether it is 50, 50, 60, 40, that's up for debate, but support. <laughs> I think overall, that is what to me in my, de- my book, that's what support means. Um, so ditto. <laughs> I don't even know if there's really anything to add to that. Um, 
I guess in my case, for me, it takes a diligence to raise a child, like really. So like my parents are a mile down the road, so they fill in the gaps for where his father misses. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's also child support. Right. So I, I get child support from him. Um, that was a battle initially in the beginning, but I do get it. Um, mm. But in terms of like all of the support, does he check off all the boxes of the support that Cicely just named? Um, maybe when my child goes off to see his dad, you know, okay. during the summers or whatever, but I don't know. Cause I'm not there, but right. from with me, which is, you know, all year, except for spring break and, you know, sometime during the summer and then whatever odd, even exchange for like Thanksgiving or Christmas, Mm-hmm. like uh, outside of that he's with me all the time so that extra support coming from his dad is not there okay. so like my son has just turned 13 so the you know I, like he's getting a little mustache now and like mm-hmm. the whole little like puberty stuff is kicking in yep. yeah. and I'm seeing certain things that is like Oh, now I actually have to ask questions. Yeah. And I have to pick up the phone and call his dad and ask him. And it's like, can you talk to my son? Cause he got a mustache going. His his voice getting a little deeper. Here you go. Yeah, he get a little deeper. Or, yeah. you know, like now he's actually getting like he he's his he's coming into his grown manness down mm. yonder as well. Mm-hmm. So there's <laughs> No, you won't no, you won't talk about baby like that down yonder as down well. yonder. <laughs> so there's like it's like okay um yeah you might need to have a combo or something but his papa is dealing with him on that my dad is dealing with him on that so uh he sees his his grandfather every day Mm -hmm. so grandpa kind of like I said okay so I got a question so I didn't realize our sons are about the same age mine's is 14 Mm -hmm. well my stepson and he does not live with us. So I hear like he, he puberty, mustache, starting to like girls, all that good stuff. Ideally, the father should be a mile down the road in the same household, or you can just go see him at least on the weekends where he can help you with that. But he's not there. Right. Do you think that it's the father's responsibility to call or the, or no, wait. <laughs> or is it the so let me let me back up he likes a girl your son likes a girl and he's going through that stage and he's starting to smell himself a little bit obviously you're in the house so you're gonna hear it do you mom let me call your dad on this random Tuesday and tell him how your how school was and tell him about this or do you think that you should say son call your dad or should the dad just be calling every week to check in on his son daddy should be checking in on his son I should I don't think it is the child's responsibility to foster and nurture a relationship with their parent at all whatsoever call should he call you or does he call your son's phone if he has a phone he has a phone he calls his phone and that conversation should be hey what's going on tell me about your day tell me about your week 
It should be, but I don't think that's how it goes. Um, Cause I go through my son's phone. Um, <laughs> I know that's right. I know I know what I was doing when I was 13. Let me Look. see. Miss <laughs> Jalisa was fast. Yeah. Uh oh. No. no, but I go through his phone and I'll see like the text messages that he and his dad exchange. And they're real like surface. It's just okay. like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, playing Fortnite. Oh, okay, cool. And that'd be like the That's end. it. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So okay. I agree with you, but that, so I'm speaking from experience that your ideal situation does not always happen. So ideally the father should call the son and he should say all the things that's going on with him. I got in trouble yesterday. I'm playing Fortnite. I like a girl. We explain puberty, all that good stuff. My husband will FaceTime our son day in and day out. And this can go either one of them or FaceTime in. What are you doing? Oh, nothing playing 2K. Cause he's, he's in the games. How school? Fine. It, the sun stays surface level. So mm-hmm. the father, he will try to dig in. Right. And it will be still like, what's going on? Oh, nothing. Just about to go eat, hang up. Later, when we speak to mom about something, and it could be something as big as child support or Christmas, because, you know, Christmas is here. It's this week. What do the kids need? Then that's when we find out, oh, you failing in class. Ooh, okay. So then I wonder whose responsibility was it to inform the father you just said the father should be checking in the son's not gonna say dad i'm failing he ain't gonna do that right but i've but, been calling the son saying what's going on and he's been playing Fortnite. He asking playing- him I, th- I wonder if he would if he asked him like how are your grades would in this your particular son- instance he said how school oh it's fine, it's fine. are you passing yeah. all your classes i mean yeah well, I mean, oh you have to, my! Well, yeah, you gotta think in- about that. Like, come on, back in our day, you used to bring home your report card. Like, if it was bad, you wasn't just rushing home so that your <laughs> parents could see a bad grade. So right. if it's like, oh, if I say, "Hey, I failed math," and I know I'm gonna get in trouble behind it, and I you probably know, nothing. I probably know, Dad, not gonna talk to Mom to like corroborate my story. It's probably like, how's school? Shoot, it's great. <laughs> like I'm saying the same thing. Like you don't yep, want to just... as a kid, you don't want to get in trouble. You're not thinking right, about yeah. like, oh, I'm just giving my dad this surface level answer. You just don't want to get in trouble. Or you yeah. just don't want to deal with it. You're like, it's going fine. And or, or if they say, Are you making all A's and B's? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, one I'm making a C, but I just gotta turn in my assignment and we'll just brush right past that. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't talk to his dad about his grades. Um mm-hmm. I pretty much have it handled. Um, and pre-COVID, my son would be dropped off. Like I would leave him home alone for maybe an hour, if that, because he's seventh grade now. But when he was sixth grade, he'd be left home alone for an hour or so. And then my mother would come over and pick him up mm-hmm. and then take him to school, drop him off. And she'd pick him up once school got out. And then once I got home from work, I'd go pick him up from her house. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But at that point, I'm not getting home till like 6.30. So homework has already been done. So my mother and my father are very involved in his mm-hmm. schoolwork. So he's got three of us on yeah. his behind about his grades. Mm-hmm. So it's not really... I guess in one sense, it's like, yeah, maybe he's missing out because his dad's not a part of it because his dad lives out of state. So um, maybe, yeah, he's missing that part from his dad, but it's like, we got it. We got it. So uh, it's like me picking up the phone being like, oh, your child is failing, you know, a class or he not doing what he's supposed to be doing or he's talking back. Like, I feel really weird making him try to enforce discipline when he's not in the picture like that I wouldn't say discipline I see what you're saying but well meaning like you can't be I guess you can I guess he can coach him but (laughs) you know fussing at him about oh your grades is it like why are you like you not here to be yeah fussing like that like that that's just me maybe he wants that he has never expressed that role to me but I, I do think, I think that if everybody is not going to want to play the part, but I do think in some cases, if some dads received a call, like I'll say, like, for example, my husband, like he can receive a call today. Oh, your daughter had a bad grade at school. She got in trouble. He'll do whatever. He'll drop everything. Oh, you need me to come have a conversation with her now? Or, oh, we need a parent-teacher conference on Zoom tomorrow? And it could have been months since him and their mom have talked about anything regarding the kids. But if he gets the call, it's just like, okay, like, I'm being summoned. Like, time to go into dad mode. It's almost kind of like the as a mom, from 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 this perspective, let's put it that way. From mm-hmm. this perspective, as a mom, you can, when you're not together with dad, you kind of control the level to which dad can or cannot be involved. Because yes. at, at a, in a certain age range, you're the only filter between dad and the kids. Like, you know, mm-hmm. kids have phones these days, but still in certain ages, you don't know what's going on if mom doesn't tell you. Right. And yes. so, you know, I can, as a dad, I can call all I want, but if it's just like, oh, yeah, everything cool, it's kind of like, okay, is everything cool? I mean, what else do I do? Do I become like private eye detective to try to figure out if everything really is cool? Yeah. Or if that's what you say every time, like, what do I do? Yeah. And I think it comes from not necessarily as a father, you don't, you don't, you're not wanting to be the disciplinarian and saying, oh, well, you know, Miles, my son, how school, did you do good on your, you know, did you do good in science, blah, 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 you're punished. But it's, I want to know how my child is doing. I genuinely want to know what his favorite subject is. I genuinely want to know his friends, hey, is he good in Fortnite? I don't want to hear just what he needs. I want to know his wants, his desires and things like that. And granted, he has a mother, he has extra help at his primary home. Like in your instance, Rhonda, he has grandma, he has papa, they can help him. But I just want to know that's my child just as as much as it is yours. Granted, I can't do anything about his grades, but it'll be kind of good to know. Like, ask me the dad. So to answer answer that question, 
both of you should be asking and telling. So to me, to me, it's 50, 50 Rhonda, you should be telling him your son is failing in science. Well, he, he needs help. Well, <laughs> or, or it, it, it should be your son got an A and B honor roll. Your son, it needs some help. And it should also be, what is my son doing? Every nine week, hey, report card came around. How did my son do? I genuinely want to know. I can't do anything because I'm over here, but I want to know. And it and should I go, see- it should go both ways because what happens is you find out just way later. What do you mean you in STEM classes? Wait, mm-hmm. what? wait since when did you sign up for this and then the the son is just telling it to the to the father just randomly and he's like wait since when did you join basketball oh dad I've been in basketball since like seventh grade and I'm in ninth grade now well it would have been nice to know and then then it's kind of a they only call me when they need something. <clears throat> I'm, glad you, I'm glad you said that because exactly what I was going to say is and Rhonda I ain't I might be pushing you a little bit here but (laughs) you know is you know I agree with Cecily the 50 50 both of y'all should be asking and telling but I feel like and this is what I actually talked about in my blog post I feel like support is usually reduced to like a financial contribution which mm. is very important. Kids mm. are expensive. We all yeah. know them Negroes cost. It's very expensive. So the finances Money. are they are important. But if like you know if if the money didn't come through, I feel like nobody would have no I no issue with like hey let me get on the phone and call. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's just kind of like why can't we keep that same energy when it's like okay the kid likes basketball or okay like you know somebody got in trouble like you know what I'm saying yes we we need to keep that same energy all across the board and I hear a lot of and I, I I see it at the tip of your tongue Rhonda I hear a lot of mothers single mothers saying I'm responsible for my child. I help, I'm raising my child. I'm doing all of this. I have my mom, they have a godmother, godfather raising them. The father should be stepping in. The father should be calling. They can only do so much. So our situation, I guess, because there was a lot of bad blood in the beginning, because like I said, we were together Mm -hmm. for three years before I got pregnant. Mm-hmm. and we broke up and the breakup was a terrible breakup and then it was like two weeks later I find out I'm pregnant but mm-hmm. I was moving back okay. to Houston okay. so he didn't want me to have the child mm-hmm. and I had to like it was it was me yeah and so he disappeared for the okay. first two years Um, well, almost first two years. Well, no, take that back. I mean, you're pregnant for nine months. He didn't come into the picture until the baby was 18 months old. So, um, there was no, any support. Mm -hmm. So our relationship was, is very strained. Mm -hmm. And then you fast forward down the road to, uh, he, he only saw my son four times between 18 months and eight years old okay and then when he turned eight years old his dad decided to sue for joint custody 
so what? question from zero to eight. I'm... Okay, no, no, so you have was. primary. Yeah, primary custody. I had sole custody. It wasn't even okay. primary. It was sole custody. Um, and so do you think the, that so do you think that if if let's say the foundation was better right so like even if you guys were not still together throughout the pregnancy in the earlier years um of your son's life do you think if the foundation was stronger it would be a little easier to say hey you know what i think it would be needs this yeah i do let me tell you what's going on and like and vice versa yeah i think it would have been um when he when he sued for joint custody he got up in court and he made this allegation that i was causing havoc quote unquote in his household with him and the girl that he was living with and then the girl gets on the stand and corroborates that statement Mm -hmm. and I'm like I've never even spoken to her a day in my life like I don't know her so (laughs) how am I wreaking havoc in their household and my attorney gets up there and he starts grilling her and he was Mm -hmm. like okay so if Rhonda's been doing all this tell me how Mm-hmm. And she could she couldn't tell and then he was like well then have you ever talked to her before is this your first time seeing her this your first, first time, time meeting her mm-hmm. in the courtroom and right. you're sitting up here lying on the stand Man. and so at that point you're talking about what was already a bad situation yeah oh that went just went from worse, worse. <laughs> yeah went from bad yeah. to worse yeah so the judge basically put orders in place that we were not to communicate via phone mm-hmm. that we had to communicate through a court ordered website yeah because we need so, documents now yes yeah. so yeah. we Let's were see. never talking on the phone so mm. what i'm not doing is i'm not about to log into a computer every day and be like hey just wanted to let you know this Here's is what your like kid did today. like yeah. so is that, that still right now it is still in place right now okay okay um however he has no longer kept up his deal with the court order he like we actually have to pay out of our pockets to use this service Mm -hmm. and he has not renewed his membership for that service in the last like two or three years Mm -hmm. meanwhile I'm still getting my little money deducted out of my account paying for it but if I send him messages through that uh communication website like he can't he doesn't respond. open them because he has not paid his membership oh i'd cancel my membership i'm sorry right right that's <laughs> one-sided i don't care i, can keep I don't money. care if it's 20 i don't care if it's well no because when year. it comes down when it comes down to the child support review or anything it's gonna see it's gonna show the judge is gonna see oh Rhonda did what she was supposed to do she I followed see. the directions of the order he hasn't that's me so yeah so for me the communication thing like I don't need him coming up with no more lies. Mm-hmm. Like no more. You're not going to lie on me ever again. So Ooh, I don't. I yeah. I don't pick up the phone mm-hmm. to talk to him really at all. I get that. We text, but that's about it. I get that it is bad. Like just a strange situation altogether. 
And I feel like at this point, now that your son is getting older, like you said, they can kind of develop their own relationship. You know, mm-hmm. like he can contact him directly. So how would you feel if, let's say, because you said he lives out of state. Let's say he's in town and your son is like, hey, dad, I am saying an Easter speech at church. You want to come? <laughs> like, is that okay? You know? Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Like, okay. I want to say... What was that? What's that? What year is this? It's 2020. Girl, hmm. what year is this? <laughs> no, Look. high key at this point. What year? What month? Are we still I don't know where I'm at. Okay, like, please <laughs> just bear with me. But I guess it was 2018. He His his dad had surgery or something on his foot. So it was his year for Christmas. And he could not get him for Christmas. Mm. So because he was like in rehab or something, whatever it was dealing with the surgery that he was having on his foot. So he decided to come here in January and it was during basketball season. So like he actually got to see him play a game. And um, if I'm not mistaken, he actually stayed at my parents' house. But um, (laughs) I like, I wasn't running up I think he was I think he did stay there because he had a little scooter and everything he he traveled on the scooter (laughs) yes anything from my son yeah oh god and so and that and it's so crazy because it's like the first eight years you were so like non-existent so now it's Mm -hmm. taking me sometimes like when he's doing stuff it's like wait why are you doing this Mm -hmm. like where is this coming from well he probably realized he missed on he missed out on a lot and he got a son there's nothing he can do about it he can't throw the child away and my son is grown he's growing he probably either resembles me or has some of my some of my features or some of my habits so let me go on and be a dad today (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) so not as nonchalant as it is I hear a lot of when I got pregnant and not on you, when I got pregnant during the first X amount of years or months, he wasn't there. He was a deadbeat, whatever. And then all of a sudden dad pops up. Like my child is nine. My child is 13. He's 12. Why are you here now? And it can be, he just, I want to be a dad now, whatever the dad decides. But I, oh, I also hear, you think it's easy now. You don't have to change nothing. <laughs> no, it's not you easy. No, 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 no. I don't think it's easy because I think that in any age, they're all hard as hell. They mm. all cost. They all yep. they're time consuming. They're difficult. Whatever the case may be. Sometimes teenagers are more difficult than toddlers. But when the dad steps in, give him a clean slate. Like let him try. Just, like what you're saying let him try don't automatically knock him down let him build himself up so well, i don't really talk to him so he ain't gotta well, worry about me knocking him down <laughs> <laughs> why you gotta sound so typical like a thing no but like, just, just say like, i'm a, like your dad is your dad it's whatever he does and if he he comes in and he calls you once a month, once a blue moon, that's your dad. Let him start from, like, let him start from 10 and knock himself down. Don't automatically give him a zero. Well, you know, yeah. he ain't been there for the first eight years. He's, hey, he's here now. I don't care if he's 17. He's here now. 
let them call you, let them talk to you, let them spend time with you. We know you, mother, have hesitations, but it's like he's here now. Whatever bullshit ways that he wants to be, he's here now. And let the let the the child build that relationship from their point of view, as opposed to hearing, well, my mom said this, my mom said this, my mom See, said this. I don't this. talk about, I don't talk about his dad to okay. him. Okay. At That's all. Great. Oh, I applaud yes. you. Cause I do not. Child. I do not. Snaps. He does not. That's the great. only time I have really said anything to him is when he's like, he'll make random statements like, oh, can I go live with my dad? And I'll be like, so what do you think you're going to do while you're, you know, because when he goes to visit his dad, his dad has all these activities lined up. Right. So it's fun time. Like all the time. Yeah. Because it's the summertime, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. And every time my child comes back from seeing his dad, he comes back with alligator skin. And I'm like, (laughs) I sent you up there with all the products. That you need to keep on your, and I'm like, what happened? Like, Mm -hmm. why are you covered in eczema? Why, like, (laughs) why do you? That's that's not on the day because our son will come here. I'm like, did you put on lotion today? Did you brush your teeth? Did you take a shower? Mm -hmm. And I'm talking, but okay, (laughs) now that he's 13, is not necessarily on his dad. But when he was eight and coming back with, right, covered in. Mm eczema and whatnot like and you didn't realize he was looking like this right like you didn't see this this do you know how fast eczema shows up on a child like i know it appears yes yes. i know it It appears look i know it appears within days so he's out there 45 days looking like uh like cow high like like what is going on a homeless baby like what happened yeah. But nah, um, I like went off on a tangent on that one, but I, so, I don't even know what we were talking about. <laughs> oh, we were talking about saying oh, something, saying something like talking about yes. dad to the child. Mm-hmm. So like my son just had his birthday last month mm-hmm. and he said to me, mama, I got to call my dad. Cause he wanted me to tell him about, um, my birthday present or something like that. And I said, wait, you got to call your dad on your birthday? Like, no, Rhonda, just, just let him I call. I thought that was weird. Like that but was strange to me. Just let him call. Just okay. Let, let me, call. can I, I, can I give you the, maybe can I try to give the other side? Mm-hmm. Make, can I try to make it make sense? Yeah. Make it make sense. And I'm, I'm, I'm speculating, but perhaps from dad's point of view, Hey, I know your birthday is coming up. I'm not exactly sure what you guys have planned because when I'm not there, you know, I'm in a whole nother state. So I don't want to call you or call your mom and y'all are, I don't know, bungee jumping. And I don't get a chance to talk to you for your birthday because y'all were busy when I called. So hey son, it's I'm letting COVID. You... What we doing? Listen, people out know, here is having well, parties. <laughs> you know, good and well, everybody not at home. That ended Listen. in April. Man, <laughs> people high are key. out. High key. <laughs> so, so hey son, I know I want to talk to you for your birthday. Call me so that way I know if you're calling me, I know you're free, and I'll just make sure I'm free whenever that phone rings and it says you're calling. So that way I know for a fact. I talk to you for your birthday. 
Yes. And I can also say, let's just say he talked to him the night before your birthday's tomorrow. You're turning 13. What did you ask for? Ask for games, ask for a basketball, ask for shoes. Well, call me tomorrow and let me know the things that you got. That's it. Mm. It can be as something as simple as that. Don't go in and say, well, your dad, you sh- he, be- he should be the one calling you at 7 a.m. right before you wake up wishing you a happy birthday. Just let him call. Now Just let I him do. call. Tell you he texted me at 6.30 in the morning on my child's birthday. Like, Why are you texting me? Like, ugh. He's trying birthday. to be positive, bro. He's trying to be. Come I, on. You know, he trying. My, He's my trying to be tried to tell me the other day. She said, maybe... Like he got me a Christmas gift. Mm. Girl, look at him trying. Mm. And I was come like, through. Okay. Come through. And he he mm. told me a week ago, he was like, where should I send all of the Christmas gifts? And I was like, well, you can send them to my house because I'm home. And when the package, the first set of packages arrived, I think it was like Thursday, it was addressed to my son's name, my name is his middle name, and then our last name. Mm-hmm. And so I text him like, what's up with this name? And right. he was like, well, it's for both of y'all. He was like, I got you something too. And See. I was like, oh, well, is it in the box? And he mm. was like, no, yours wasn't delivered yet. And I was like, mm, okay. He's never really gotten me a gift before. He tries. So I, I see that as an olive branch. That man, that if that's not an olive branch, it's, I don't know what it is. <laughs> so my mom was like, "Well, maybe it's COVID." You know, <laughs> realizing it could be the end listen, of the world, and <laughs> he's just trying. The to light bulb went me. off. The light bulb so I was like, off. "He must want something. He's gonna be asking me for something in two months. Watch, watch." Anyways, but mm. um, no, like he he's never really I mean of course for the first three years of our relationship he was good Mm -hmm. so like I don't understand how it flipped like a complete 180 and it was just like Mm -hmm. hell dealing with him but now like whenever he's nice to me I'm always like hold on Mm. what well, that you waiting for the you waiting for the other shoe to drop. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, and so like this mm-hmm. year, well, by court order, he was court ordered to get our son a cell phone. Mm-hmm. So when he was eight years old, he got him a cell like he had his first cell phone. So he's had a cell phone since he was eight. Well, it was an iPhone, and I'm not an iPhone Apple user. <laughs> yeah, we need oh, to gosh. get you on this iPhone. No. Relax, guys. But continue. But continue. That's another episode. So, so I was like, I can't track him on Mm -hmm. his dad's Mm -hmm. phone. So I went out and got him his own phone last Christmas. So Christmas 2019. And my son tells his dad, like, oh, I've got another cell phone. My mama got me a phone, blah, 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 Mm blah. So one day we're at my parents' house and he's like on FaceTime with his dad and his dad was like, so you have an iPad and two cell phones? Um, He was just like, "Mm, you know, you kind of have too much stuff, buddy. You know, we need to like give up one, reel that in. Well, what does he do? He takes his phone away. He takes his phone away. Yeah, because you got your phone. I tried. No, no. Court order. You're supposed to have a phone. 
But Courtland knows to provide a phone for your son. Okay, so so look, he takes his phone. And I'm like, if he uh, would have took your phone away, you would have been having issues. I bought this this came out of my pocket. He can't take it because he's here with me. But I'm just saying, what if he came over that summer, popped up with two phones, and he took away your phone? That's my money. You need to give me my my phone back. What would have happened had had COVID not happened? I would have kept my phone here and I would have sent my child with his dad's phone to go visit his dad. So he would have had, that's what would have happened. But COVID happened and he hasn't seen his dad since Thanksgiving of last year. Okay, so let me back this up. (laughs) Dad buys a child a phone. Mm -hmm. Mom cannot track the phone. So mom buys a separate phone. So now son has two phones, one from mom, one from dad. Dad says, you got too many phones. So he eliminates one of them. And the mama got an issue? Yeah. So what was he? So what should he have done? Just let it ride with two phones? Yeah. <laughs> Rhonda. <Okay>. Yes. <laughs> because when my son would go and see his dad, before I got him a phone, mm-hmm. when he would go and see his dad, I could never get a hold of my child. Never. Mm-hmm. I could never Dang. get a hold of him. I can understand and, how that's concerning. Yes. And so then I'd have to circumvent the process and call his dad and be like, can you please have my child call me? Because mm-hmm. I have not, I have not talked to him in four or five days. Like, so what is a boy being a boy? Like, oh, I forgot to call you. My phone went down, my phone dead. Or was he literally just ghosting you being irresponsible? from what my child said oh my dad has my phone okay and so you would have to call him then call the dad and so he but he he knew the whole like visitation process and what that did to me so he knew that that like was very painful y'all seen love and hip-hop uh hollywood I don't watch Ratchet TV. <laughs> well, Jaleesa Ratchet's Ratchet. Did you see Love and Hip Hop Hollywood? <laughs> I was about to say, don't do us like that. <laughs> you know, you got to balance some stuff out. I should sure do. So, do you remember with Monice and Lil Fizz? I remember that slightly. They had this exact same issue. The was it son, a phone? It was visitation. The son would go see Fizz, mm-hmm. and the mom would say, I've been calling, and y'all ain't calling me. You need to call me, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, We're on a vacation. It's been two days. Like, he mm-hmm. will call you. And she was like, Well, I got anxiety. I got issues. I'm mm-hmm. depressed. You need to call me. And so she just went on a rant. And this is when Fizz was dating April or doing yeah. whatever with April. But I'm sorry, they just reminded me of that. I don't well, yeah, think no, that that I was didn't... a healthy choice. But again, I don't know what a good choice would have been. That was mm-hmm. just, that's just, that's no, interesting. I'll say no, that. I'll put it like this. He didn't hear from me mm-hmm. that my son being away was devastating to me. He didn't, like, I never mm-hmm. said anything to him. He didn't, he, like, I never verbally expressed that to him. Um I'm probably sure my child said something like, oh, my mom was crying when she dropped me off at the airport or, Mm -hmm. you know, something like that. So he knew like, oh. He kind of knew something was up. Yeah. And I know that he would 
try to do things to inconvenience me. Like he'd book the flight. Jaleesa knows where I live. I live far. (laughs) He would book it like Bush. He, no, he would, but either airport, I'm equidistant. I think I'm 43 from Bush and 42 from Hobby. Okay. So it's, it's either way. Either way. Book the flight at like seven in the morning. Oh, I think that's pretty convenient. That is not on when your you way get, to work. <laughs> that is not convenient when you don't get home from work until 6 30. He got practice. So in and my so your head, I would think, let me book him an early flight so he could get to me by 12, 1 o'clock, depending on the time zone and how long the flight is. So we have all day. And seven, the mom can wake up early, take him and not deal with four o'clock because that is traffic or weekend. So I would, I would, if you told me to book your son a flight, I would go towards the seven o'clock flights just mm-hmm. immediately unless no. unless you said give me a one o'clock or a two o'clock because I booked he wasn't my asking own. he wasn't asking me my schedule you, not, he you didn't tell asking. me either you said book of my flights so I'm gonna book the seven. Oh no I didn't tell him to book a flight the court told him to book a flight <laughs> well, somebody tell told the son to get to him <laughs> so, either way I will never forget it. the very first time that he went off to go be with his dad for Christmas Mm-hmm. I told him I said please do not book him no early flight I cannot get him to the airport mm-hmm. that early in the morning and the flight I think was mm-hmm. 6 30 which would have meant me having to wake up at three in the morning because you got to give the two-hour window and it was holiday traffic like I'm not gonna be able to do it and mm-hmm. I told him that there ended up being a winter storm or something that allowed him to rebook the flight for later and he did not want to do it okay so I will say that it it's communication I see Mm -hmm. I I can see why uh, I can assume why he did something with either good intention or bad intention and I can Mm -hmm. also see why it frustrated you because you're like clearly that's not what I wanted I wanted this he clearly did the opposite. So I can, I, I can say, I see that. I see both sides between the phone, between the flights, all of that. Going back to the, I guess the umbrella support. The father is in a different state. Mm-hmm. So he supports financially through a court order. There's a big, there's a big discussion when it comes to, let's just, let's just throw out a number. I give you the, child support you get 200 every two weeks Mm -hmm. we know that kids cost and there are ups and downs through like ups and downs meaning the spring break he probably didn't cost that much summer he probably costs a little bit more because he's home eating Mm -hmm. school's about to start and Mm -hmm. obviously you need to prepare for school clothes and let's just take out COVID Mm -hmm. during those times that your son costs more do you believe or what is your belief when it comes to financial support should child support the 200 a month be steady and there you shouldn't get another dime or should it be hey school is coming up it costs more can you give me money or school is coming up what can I give you or both 
Oh, that's really good. That's I, <laughs> I know because like for me in my situation. Overall, not particularly to you. What what would yeah. you give oh, someone? Okay. Yeah, getting. I guess because I'm I accept what the state says, which I think is twenty percent, twenty five percent, percent. Yep. Um, I accept that. So, but it, it's like it's all the extras, like okay, daycare costs. So you getting what you say two hundred dollars every two weeks? So that's yeah, let's just say two hundred. Let's say two hundred every two weeks. So. But daycare for a child mm. is a thousand dollars a day. Uh, <laughs> the man, younger they are, the more the younger they are for a week. I don't know what is it like two hundred dollars a week to yeah. something to yeah, that's a cheap whatever. One. That's <laughs> cheap. Yeah. That's cheap. My son was after school care, you know, from kindergarten to fifth grade. I think that was like a hundred dollars, a hundred and ten dollars or something a week. So anyway, mm. uh, but then you've got you've got the doctor's appointments. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. generally, the child support order is going to say half of all medical bills. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, but it doesn't really happen like that unless you take note of every single dollar you spend and then you turn it over to the other parent and you say, here's what I've spent on our child mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. month just so what would be ideal or what would be ideal for you um to where to where to where you would feel like you know what me and father equally support financial just financial we financially support the child I know he gives me 200 every month and I'm completely okay with that or like let's just say school school's coming up and do you think that it's appropriate for him to say, hey, let me buy the shoes or let me buy the clothes? Or would you say school's coming up? Can you buy the pants and I buy the shirts? What would you do? <laughs> Not in your situation, but what would you advise <laughs> us? <laughs> I think if in this example that you're giving, if the relationship between the parents is cordial enough to where the mom can ask like, hey, can you give extra to help for clothes or um, shoes or school supplies? Or maybe can you pay the um, the extracurricular activities? Cause okay. that costs, mm-hmm. um, that's definitely something that could be done. Mm-hmm. I can't do that in my situation, but right. other mothers, yes. Um, I would definitely suggest doing that, asking him to help outside. Now, there are some dads who are not going to want to pay child support. Uh, that's it. Because, you know, how many times have we seen on Facebook the posts where the dads are like, oh, the, yeah, and she out here in these streets with her nails done. And, you know, she out my, here, she's spending my money. Yeah. She done bought a bag, you know, like how many yeah. times have you seen that post? And it's like, so yeah. she got to look like a bum. How about, how do we know she's not spending her money I on think, that? I think we have the system to blame for that. 
because now like before I got like I understood it from a mom's point of view because I just had a general understanding like oh kids cost a lot of money right? right but now like seeing my husband be on the other side of that and hearing other people's stories that are similar I feel like the system is set up to where it's the already mom, stacked against you the mom feels like I'm not getting enough right but the dad feels like man I'm giving so much that I can barely even live my life because I'm giving in child support or I'm obligated to give child support so I feel like it's a it's a problem that's beyond I don't know us per se or beyond a mom and a dad being able to come to a common ground because it's rooted in the way the system is set up like it doesn't adequately adequately a address the needs of both parties because it's it leaves the mom still not feeling like she's getting enough and I feel like the dad feels like I'm giving giving so much much. I can barely and it's only I feel like the only reason a lot of dads feel like they're giving too much is because the obligation is usually so much to where they can't they can barely get up like make a living for themselves it's already out of their paycheck before yeah they get. and I wouldn't say that it's beyond us I would say it's up to us us meaning the people who created this child they have to have open communication because mm-hmm. my my we have we have three kids and we're they're on child support and immediately you can see the expression in your husband's face like I got <laughs> x amount of dollars taken out now granted mm-hmm. kids cost I made them I'm gonna support and you assume like this is for the well-being of my child. But then when the mother calls and say, I need extra, my check just took out $557.28. But you, it's like, I get it. They cost money, but I shouldn't. And I will say this, like my husband has probably said, I don't mind providing for my kids. If they need something, I will give it to my last dollar. Every time you call me, it shouldn't be about what the kids need. Generally, right. I want to hear how my kids are doing. Or mm-hmm. has he wh- said that to her though? We're gonna get to that. <laughs> just, just, just put a pin in that one. Okay. Or when you get the kids, Dad, I want a game. Dad, can you buy me some shoes? I need a jacket. I need this. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I just let me let me ask the mom if they need something do, do they need anything nope we're all good you don't need no jacket you don't need no game and then they hear yeah my mom bought me this my mom bought me that my mom my mom my mom my mom so then you turn into so then it's in the eyes of the child that you believe that the child like the child thinks my mom buys me all of this my dad doesn't mm-hmm. and to answer your question Yes. I thought about it like that. And to answer your question, yes, Rhonda, they can, it can be, let me know what the child needs. Oh yeah. I'll mm-hmm. let you know. Mm. And, but you, and then it's like, Hey, and I'm, I'm using school because it was a, it, it has happened multiple times. I've been in their lives for four years. So four school years, Hey, school's coming up in August. Let me know what they need. Two kids. They're 14 and 16 now. Oh, they just need like a couple jackets and like some shirts. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's try again next year. Hey, what do you need? Can I buy 
the shoes, you buy the clothes. Can I buy the school supplies? You buy the clothes. Oh, I pretty much got everything. But if you want to get him like, you know, maybe some school supplies, you and I both know how much school supplies cost <laughs> when you get on tax free weekend. Right. <laughs> okay, let's try again next year. Mm-hmm. So then they hear, yeah, my mom got me these shoes. My mom got me this. My mom got me that. And our it was one year. Yeah, my mom got me these Jordans. My mom got me this. Dad, can you give me some Jordans? First of all, I ain't got Jordans. So I ain't buying you no Jordans. <laughs> we know how much Jordan costs. Right. <laughs> I'll get you some Nikes. Right. If you keep asking, I'll get you some K-Swiss. Because them things is fly in my world. But <laughs> I'm asking you, what do you need? I've even asked the mother. I've tried multiple school years let me know and what I get the list that I get is extremely short compared to what mother has already taken it upon herself Mm -hmm. to get because she feels it's my responsibility it's my babies they need they need clothes I've been shopping all summer for them I got them everything so by the time that the father asks well they really don't need nothing they just need like a couple undergarments maybe $50 each towards them but you equally probably spent four or $500 just preparing them for school. Yeah. And I don't think that that's right. I don't think that you should take on that responsibility to mm-hmm. buy them everything. Some Give me a child. Let me just buy, let me, at, at this point, damn it, I'm buying them shoes or so, I'm buying so them school supplies. Do you supplies. think it would be better if he asked in June versus in August or Girl, like I, if, I, in May versus <laughs> August? We'll try that next year. Yeah, get a, get a jump on it. Like, so, hey, like every no. time we talk, we talk about school supplies. So you give me a list. No, you we know. will try that. I think this year we probably would have, we probably started the conversation maybe early July. Okay. So in my specific case, my son doesn't have his growth spurt until around October, November. So hitting up tax-free weekend for new clothes and shoes is a bust because he's going to outgrow them by the time it's time for him to wear them. So I don't even do the back to school shopping. It's pointless for you. Mm-hmm. It's pointless for me. I have figured it out to a T. I know when he's going to shoot off. Mm-hmm. So, and I kid you not, it happened again this year. <laughs> this year. <laughs> so, um, you know, he's the same height as me now. Know. Yeah, no, but, yeah, mine is he's. I think he's actually my height or like I'm five, five. So he, if he's not five, five, he's five, four and three quarters. Yeah. We will, we'll try, we'll try. But I see on this side, like, well, school is coming up. I'm pre COVID. We should be buying our school supplies or shoes or mm-hmm. let's at least let's buy something that's adequate enough towards not like dad just got me two jackets, but my mom got me all of this. Yeah. Do you think that a, child should know the term child support um (laughs) yes and no um because I've seen like my son he doesn't know about child support Mm -hmm. but he was informed that his dad has an account that he's giving him money. Okay. And so when my son asked me about that account, I was like, what you talking about? I didn't know no, no, no account where money's being given to me for you. 
like mm-hmm. I had and then it clicked and uh, I was like oh, like oh this is what you're oh talking. that's what he's talking so my child is running around here mm-hmm. thinking like oh daddy's giving mm-hmm. money and my mom is you know so, like so it needs to be age appropriate yeah mm-hmm. so um luckily for my son the money that I get from child support, I don't really spend it. Mm-hmm. So it goes into a savings account. So when he goes off to college, he's going to have him a nice little mm-hmm. it's for something. Him, yeah. It's for yeah. him. Um, however, I can remember being in college and having friends that got these huge checks because their father finally after you know 18 19 Mm. 20 years got a job where they were making you know like a real job I don't know what type of money they were making but a real job Mm -hmm. and income tax or court or uh the state hit their hit them for the back pay and they get Mm -hmm. this check and so at that point they're like oh this is a child support check Mm -hmm. so at some point somewhere in between like you said Jaleesa age appropriate yeah like they need yeah. to know um like something about child support but yeah. I I don't think that it needs to be I don't think they need I guess I disagree I don't think you don't think that... they should know about the provide the provision no mm-hmm. I don't think at any point in a child's life zero to 18 they should know the term child support given the negative connotation i believe that they should know your dad and i provide for you and that's it they should know money goes into an account your your dad gives me 200 every two weeks trust well, i never would have told my child well anything like, they sh- to me it should not be said to the child at all right from zero to 18 it should be if they say mom do you buy me this or who bought this your dad and i bought it your dad and mm-hmm. I provided this and that's it. The only time they would know child support is if they got some little hussy pregnant and she trying to put home child support because so... I, so our child found out about child support mm-hmm. because they were, it came up in a discussion and long story short, the father had felt like he had to defend himself to a child. I do provide for you there's a term there's something called child support okay let's let's dig deeper this much comes out of my check every two weeks to provide for you and to me it didn't matter the age of the child it didn't matter Mm -hmm. anything the fact that that conversation had to happen the Mm -hmm. why to me was a big deal all the child had to know was I provide for you and that's it so let's go back to what you were saying when about school supplies and my mom bought this and my mom bought that Mm -hmm. because he the child sees mom buying the shoes and the clothes but the child didn't know that daddy had contributed by child support that month it can can be in order for her to help buy those items so then really it wouldn't be my mama bought this and my mama bought that right well so to me when we are swiping and they say, so to me, that would be as a mom, I'm about to, I'm at full locker about to swipe my debit card for these shoes. Mm-hmm. It needs to be, thank your dad for these shoes. Or I'm going to call and say, 
I'm calling my girlfriend. Yeah, Jaleesa, we just took Miles to go get some shoes. Me and his dad bought it. Like somehow he should, the child should just hear it in conversation. Or mm. when you're about to go see your dad for the weekend, now your dad is going to buy you or you're going to go with your dad for the weekend. And I'm going to get these clothes or these games that your dad told me to give you or vice versa. I just don't think that they should, in my opinion, they shouldn't even hear the term child support because what happens, at least in this household, what has happened is they believe their mother provides the world mm-hmm. and the dad, it, it comes to, well, my mom buys me food, clothes, shelter, dad, can you buy me this? And then mm-hmm. the dad hears, you always coming to me for money. Mm-hmm. I know you cost, but damn. Right. And, I, and to me, to me, they, it's, it's never appropriate to me and my, and my kids are 14 and 16, that the ages that they are now, I wouldn't have wanted them to learn, know about child support just mm-hmm. because I see what it has caused our household, our blended family household. Right. You shouldn't have even known about this. You should know that we provide for you and that's it. Mm-hmm. But dad was the one who introduced the term child support the I actually don't know who introduced the term but I know who I know the child challenged the father oh okay now whether he now whether the child already knew child support or whether the father said child support that's Mm -hmm. I wasn't there but I know it the child was looking like yeah my mom bought all this what you bought and as a father excuse me what let me sit you down real quick let me sit you down real quick Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think how you could have even because I like like I said in my case my son kept saying my dad is sending money mm-hmm. and so that's how I ended up having to explain to him like no that's not what's happening mm-hmm. it was something that the judge said to do but mm-hmm. there's like I never who, who, who told you about this account <laughs> right yeah. like I never would have even had that conversation had his dad not said something yeah, like I don't know maybe. and so that's why I'm just wondering like maybe the mama was popping off at the mm-hmm. mouth venting whatever and or they were probably listening to some grown folks conversation or that too it could be know. a multitude of things the father mm-hmm. probably said something like yeah 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 blah 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 child support and it just dinged in their head or they overheard adults talking yeah because you know i provide for the child child support or whatever mm-hmm. it could be we have i have no idea how my child found out about it or how any child finds out about it but to me in any well, situation I, say it's never 13, I think i knew about child support only because i was watching maury and <laughs> so you learn you gonna learn anyway you gonna learn anyway because coming home think- from school that after school special baby yeah mm. but no you do i do agree like as a mom you don't want your kid to feel like their dad's contribution to their upbringing is just child support, right? So I I agree, like the emphasis shouldn't be on that, but I do think it's okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh oh, frog in the throat. <clears> throat. I do think it's <laughs> I do think it's okay for them to understand like the process because at the end of the day, it is a serious topic, but you know if mom and dad are not together anymore at some point you have to explain that to maybe a kid you Mm -hmm. know and that may not be an easy conversation and that's probably a very adult situation but if your kid is five and y'all split you still got to find a way to explain that to a five-year-old 
Why do, yeah. why do you go see your dad every other weekend or your mother every other right. weekend? So I think yeah. child support is no different. Now, you don't have to come up and be like, yeah, well, dad pays child support or dad doesn't have to say, oh, I pay child support. You know, when you talk to kids, you come up with like little funny names or something. So maybe you can call it something else, but just find a way to explain it in a way where it doesn't come off with a negative connotation, but your child still understands clearly like what's going on and they know that mom and dad are contributing and providing for them Mm. Uh, cecily were your was your husband married to their Mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah so he under the kids understood the separation the divorce and all of that and same with they were so they were young i believe they were less than five when it happened okay and they they understand they understand it to the extent of what they should understand. Mom mm-hmm. and dad were together. They argued. They're no longer together. I live with mom. Okay. And same with Jalisa and mm-hmm. her husband. And so for me, I've never been married. Mm-hmm. So my son has only known mm-hmm. mama. And okay. so that conversation, like what happened to you and dad, has never come up um so I haven't even had to worry about I I mean maybe one day he'll ask I don't know I'm sure Um, yeah you know at some point but right now I guess he just he don't care and I mean he's (laughs) he's living his life and he's all happy and whatever Mm -hmm. because he's in his mind he got three houses so, mm-hmm. so he got like, mama's house grandparents house my daddy's house mm-hmm. um so he's he's good but um it's just like I said it takes a village sometimes yeah, to sure. really um I, I don't think if I didn't have my parents down the road I think you would have been a, a, a mess oh, a mess yeah it just would be because like having a t- like I'm just thinking about doctor's appointments yeah like you're talking about you know, yeah here comes like that's not even emotional support here's the physical support can you yeah. go pick up the child and take the child to yeah. the doctor yeah. for me yeah because yeah. I'm stuck at work yeah, I so I have my parents for that mm-hmm. um yeah. but it's like when you don't have the I think when when you don't the mothers or fathers who are single fathers and raising their child when you're a single parent I think it's hard overall just like it's me myself and I Mm -hmm. I have to either get off of work get off early go to work late to do x with this child now if Mm -hmm. I don't if I don't have a babysitter a nanny a best friend a grandma or somebody that's stressful Mm-hmm. and yeah. I've I've seen both sides like my cousins or whatever or people who have kids it's like oh my gosh it's just me like I wish I had I wish I had a, a one a two-parent household mm-hmm. the ones who are great at co-parenting we stay 10-15 minutes from each other we both got each other's schedule like people wish mm-hmm. they had that and the mm-hmm. ones who don't and I will I'll say us three mm-hmm. and extras the ones who don't I what I have heard is the ones who are on the other side, who are in heaven, it's open communication, mm-hmm. um, letting pride and ego aside yeah. and doing yeah. what's best for the child, whether you live in the woodlands, I live up north, I live in Katy, 
our son has basketball game. It costs us. Do you think that they should join? Yes or no. Split down the middle is 150 every two weeks mm-hmm. from both of us. Or they have a doctor's appointment. They have, you know, their whatever they're doing in school or just can you just see them as opposed to every other weekend? Because it's only four days out the month. And that's not a lot of time to spend time, I guess, mm-hmm. with a child. Mm-hmm. I see it as a lot of time. It's open communication. I think when it comes to support, the father's, from what I hear, and at least with my husband, he has said, he wants to support financially, physically, emotionally. He does not want the financial part to be the, the staple of what you come to me about. Mm-hmm. I, want, I want my son and my daughter to come to me when they're sad, when they did bad in school or whatever yeah. have you. Or if you have a recital, you have a game, tell yeah. me about it. Like, don't Mm -hmm. just call me when you need something. Call me when you're shooting the shit. Now, I will say that people say, well, it's up to the father to call. It's up to both to call. Mm -hmm. And I'll just, you know, like when- Both the child and the the parent? The child. Or are you talking about the parent? I will say all three. Depending on your child's age, if, if if your child is old enough to have a phone- it's the fa- it's the child's responsibility to call their father or their, their parent it's also the father's responsibility to call the child mm-hmm. it's also the responsibility of the mother to also call the father or say did you call your dad mm-hmm. it's, it's easier, encourage it's easier. It. It, 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 exactly encourage it it's very easy to say well if the daddy wanted to know he could call or it, and it's easy for a child to say well you know I look at it as this when your son comes home, he's going to tell you all about school. He's going to tell you all about his day because you're mm-hmm. right there. Right. It takes effort for him to actually pick up the phone and call. And some kids, they just they don't feel like it. As oh. easy as it is, they just My don't. My child does not. They just feel like don't. He don't even want to be on the phone. He'll get on exactly. the phone and put it down and no. like be playing video games like while oh my gosh, my dad is on that. FaceTime. And it pisses like, me off all the time. Don't you FaceTime me if I'm going to look at the ceiling. Right. So to me, right. it, it, ta- it takes, so I say that to say it takes effort. So ideally mm-hmm. they're not going to do it. But at the end right. of the day, we're in a blended situation. So we're all going to pick up this ball and we're all going to take the effort. It's, easy, it's mm-hmm. easier said than done to point the finger. So all y'all need to call each other. Yeah. All y'all need to be saying, did you call? did you just do it and don't call me when you need something call me when you don't need something call me when you just want to talk right yeah right. I can agree with that that's it Ooh, well, that's yeah. all that I have good. to say yeah, that <laughs> yes. was good Rhonda was girl good. thank you you're welcome boo oh my gosh mm-hmm. you came with some good info today good I hope that we gave you some insight in our world you, you definitely gave some insight in our world yeah. do you have any takeaways we all do little takeaways. Do you have any? I think my takeaway is I can maybe put more effort into making sure my son calls his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, That's amazing. And because, I mean, it, girl, it could be once every six months. I'd be like, oh, did you call your Have you talked to your dad lately? Like, I, mm-hmm. it just you know, out of sight, out of mind, yeah. but, um, I can do more of making sure he actually like calls his dad. Um, and I can probably, it's so uncomfortable for me, but, <laughs> um, I could probably like, you know, communicate with his dad more 
in mm-hmm. terms of like telling him like about his day or something or mm-hmm. um there's no girls yet there's one he was crushing okay. on but there oh, i mean we it's covid so he can't yeah. see it. so i don't have nothing really to worry about um yeah. but you know um i can probably fill him in on when he gets to that yeah i would yeah i would i give you all the support and the encouragement to do that i think it means a world of a difference especially when they get to that age Mm -hmm. be like your son over here Mm -hmm. he doing xyz or he's a little curious can you talk to him right it helped out our side i was gonna say i think your son would appreciate it too yeah like yeah he would appreciate that just being able to know like i can go to dad for this that and a third and mom is like okay with it like i know mom is like cool with it yeah, yeah. when the child knows that mom is okay with me going to dad they feel they're a little bit lighter in yeah. their decisions mm-hmm. it makes a world of a difference because mm-hmm. i know like right now my son with his he's in pre-ap everything okay. and when he he's got his pre-AP math stuff going on and I'm like oh I can't help you with this you know <laughs> Papa, because Papa was chemical engineer so mm. Papa got oh Papa he got can, it yeah mm-hmm. Papa can, and Papa enjoys it because it keeps his mind fresh mm-hmm. having to it keeps his mind fresh but my mom was like you know his dad is a math whiz why don't you just call his dad and have his dad like mm-hmm. do it. yeah and i was yeah. like oh yeah. okay <laughs> or how about go. or or how about this have papa do it because you know how papa work mm-hmm. but then when it's all said and done have him call dad and say dad can you check my work it'll just mm-hmm. it'll that. it'll boost his little energy even yeah. though you hey papa did it so you know it's good right we could do that so it can start to build that relationship because you don't yeah a practice run because you don't want dad looking at next you know your baby failing because then right mama bear gonna come in you ain't never speaking to my child look because my dad just retired and he like when i say just retired retired in september so he was so scared about retiring because he was afraid he was gonna lose his sharpness and he didn't want like alzheimer's to set in or anything like that because that does run in, like his grand his grandmother had that my dad's grandmother had it so he's just kind of like paranoid so he's like you know kids keep young Aww. and uh <laughs> so he likes doing this stuff mm-hmm. but I'll definitely have him like do it with his grandfather and then yeah. go call your daddy and have you call daddy your daddy it'll start yeah. the conversation you never yeah. know Jaleesa what's your takeaway I think my my main takeaway, and I think we definitely like hammered it home, is just that support is not only financial. Yes, kids cost money. Yes, it's very important to both parents to like contribute financially. But at the end of the day, being able to pick up the phone and say, hey, dad, I had a good day. Hey, dad, I'm singing in the choir a solo on Sunday. Hey, dad, I just want to talk. Do you watch, I don't know, Bachelorette on Mondays, whatever. Like having that non-monetary support is huge. And I think it it plays a big part in the 
the upbringing and the overall relationship that the child has with their dad. So yeah, I think that's I agree. Nature. I agree. I think I would say ditto on that. For me, my takeaway is it's important for the child to know that we support them or the we mainly the father supports them all across the board mm-hmm. and the father everyone should take an active part in being in the father in the child's life and not just leave or it the, mother, to the mother if, or the mother if the yeah. child is living with the father yeah it, who yeah it should be wh- whichever wherever the child is living the other parent both parents should take an active role in making sure that they are involved as much as possible yeah it's hard people don't want to but it's necessary for for the benefit of the child if that was like a name of the book for the benefit of the child Mm -hmm. if if it's going to help them let it know so that way the child has the resources that they need to go off into the sunset Mm -hmm. yeah i agree good stuff guys all right well those are our takeaways and i'm glad you guys joined us for this episode of stepmama laws talking about support thanks again to our guest miss rhonda y'all are welcome have me back anytime (laughs) thank you sure will and so um hopefully you guys are already subscribed to our podcast so that way you know when the newest episode drops also check out our blog post at stepmamalogs.com Follow us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook and we are also on Twitter. So pretty much however you are connected in the social media world, we're on there too. So go ahead and check us out. And until next time, thanks for joining us. These are the Step Mama Logs. Yeah, this is. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>